You're listening to Well, I Laughed, part three of Smoke and Mirrors, Am I the Asshole? Are we going? <laughs> yes. It's, I have to say it now. <laughs> I love that you will proudly display the whiskey drinks you made us, but hide the oh, like, chalky milk. Oh, that was not intentional. <laughs> it's my protein. No free advertising. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <gasps> um, happy Monday. It's Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. Wow, it's Monday. I know. Are we thinking about staying on Mondays or falling into Sundays when it comes to recording? I don't know. I am super open to either. I am also super open to either. Maybe let's keep it on Mondays. It gives me okay. something to look forward to. Aw, <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> it, it protects my Sundays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but as I go ahead and take a sip of this ice cold, refreshing, straight whiskey. It's um, old fashioned. Oh, nice. Isn't it? <laughs> I was like, a lot of whiskey tonight, folks. It's a lot of liquid in this I glass. I mean, it is. It, I'm, yeah, I use the big ice cubes. I appreciate it. Uh, but how are you? How are you? You look shocked that I would ask. I know. <laughs> and you would think I would like prepare an answer at some point. No. Um, we even just kind of check in. Yeah. <laughs> I've been fine. I told myself I would do a lot of editing this weekend, and I did some editing this weekend. I'm proud of you for doing some, none, or all of the editing. <laughs> hey. <laughs> nice. Whatever amount of editing was the exact right amount of editing. Well, I'm now a little behind, so. Oh, you know, I, uh, isn't time a puritanical construct? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. So then what did you do with your weekend? Um, I had, like, I don't know why every time I'm, like, about to leave on vacation, everyone that I have ever met in mm. my entire life suddenly is like, hey, haven't seen you in a while, mm. want to get dinner? <laughs> and suddenly I'm like, I twitch, like, I don't have this amount of time, but I love you a lot and would love to see you. So you're doing kind of like a goodbye tour of things, Even so to speak. I'm, I'm gone for a week. I'm gone for a week. And That's so, not true. It's a week and two days. Okay. And my, but my brain is like, you're going to be gone forever. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually crazy to think of the three cities we're about to be in and also the incredibly long flights that we are about to be on. on we leave on Friday. Yeah. Grant. Yeah. Friday. <laughs> Friday, I, I work, and then I have a sub the last two periods because there's also a professional conference. I'm squeezing in between work and getting to the airport. But I have TSA pre-check, so I'm not worried. Same. <laughs> I almost got global entry. Oh, nice. Prior to this trip. Mm. 80% because I've been meaning to do it for a while. Um, actually, 20% because I've been meaning to do nice. it for a while. Okay. 80% because I wanted to see Grant's face when we got back into the United States <laughs> and he had to sit in the customs line and I got to go around. So I don't know if it's just because of the amount of social privilege being a bald white man gets me oh, in this country. Oh, is that what you, just happens anyway? <laughs> yeah, so I, the last time I like re-entered the country, I landed in Denver mm-hmm. and not only did they like wave me through, they essentially like high-fived me on my way what the hell? out of the airport. Yeah, I actually kind of assumed that was everyone's experience. I think you experienced global entry <laughs> like on accident. <laughs> White privilege is free global I, entry. I actually think I maybe stopped at a desk for a second where they maybe asked me a question, but there was certainly no form. 
Um, yeah, you're supposed to do like an interview. Nope. And like pay a fee. It was uh, a little line and it was like to the left, non-US citizens. Mm -hmm. To the right, US citizens and like permanent residents, things like yeah. that. And so I went, oop, to the right. And then you kind of go down a little escalator. And yeah. I was like, oh, am I about to be on the ground floor of DIA? Yeah, kind of. There was like a little booth and stuff. And I, I think I was like walking and they were like, did you have a good time? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, cool, welcome back to Denver. And I was like, thanks, man. Like it was, it was really nice. What? Yeah, Global Entry is great. If that's what that was, it's a great experience. It sounds, I'm confused. <laughs> because that's not Global Entry, but it sounds like you were like getting a free interview for Global Entry, but they also didn't ask any of the questions. Nope. What happened? I actually don't even know if they touched my passport, to be completely honest. I hate it. <laughs> I had just flown in from, I mean, it had been a connector flight, but it, the last flight was London to Denver. I don't know if that mm -hmm. matters at all or anything. It shouldn't. Uh, that's confusing. I remember getting out of there and getting to the train and thinking, wow, that was super quick. Look at Denver really kind of streamlining this whole process. I feel like, well, when I came back from Iceland, I realized that customs at DIA isn't super bad. Mm. It's like, I think it really depends on how many international flights are coming in at the same time as you, because that affects the line. Sure. But the real problem is waiting for your bags. Mm. And I feel like I didn't have, or like the people that I was with had checked bags, but I feel like if you don't have a checked bag, you yeah. just roll right on out of it. Oh, yeah. See, I was, yeah. uh, when I was in Europe last summer, no checked bag. Yeah. Just professional-sized backpack. And that's what I want to do this, this trip as well. Screw what, you. When you came back from Iceland, what was that process like? What did they... It was the same as anything else. Like, what do you mean? Well, because I've clearly never actually had the traditional customs process. Oh! So. I mean, like... <laughs> You, there's just like a big, big area that you like, it's kind of on the ground floor, I guess, but there's a huge area that has all the, this like massive line or area for line. Hmm. And then it separates you yeah, into like the US citizens, non-US citizens. And then there's like the, the like booths right. thing that you go in and you like hand them your passport. Did I eat accidentally illegally enter this country? <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. I'm home. He loves Trump. <laughs> I love how it started off with you and like, I can't wait to leave you in the dust. And I was like, what dust? There's never dust. <laughs> And that's white male privilege. It, it's, listen, if you can get it, it's nice. <laughs> not saying I deserve it, not saying I ever did anything to deserve it, but as someone who has it, that's a nice little credit card to swipe sometimes. I don't <laughs> about that. So, uh, so you have a booked dinner schedule this week? Is that is that what you're telling me? I had a booked dinner schedule this weekend. Mm. Not even, I had, um, we had to get drinks with one of Casey's gaming friends Friday night, and then Saturday morning I had brunch and then I came, we like went out for another drink afterwards, as you do with right. brunch. I came home, I took a nap, and then we went to one of my other friend's houses who she like ha makes her own recipes. And so she was doing like oh, a nice. taste test thing, oh, but it was, a, it was like a dinner party. But I thought like, you meant she just cooked. And I was like, yeah, that's one way to say it. Oh no, she's like testing she's out like new recipes. She's like testing recipes, recipes cool. yeah. Cool, cool, and, cool. Uh, she was like, her husband, Edgar, she was like, I, Edgar will never tell me the truth, like even if he doesn't mm. like it. And I don't know what she thought I would do when she put pasta in front of my plate. Like, I'm going to love it. If there's carbs and, like, some acid in there, I don't know what makes up a Salt, pasta. Salt, fat, yeah. acid, heat. Yeah. I've Famous Netflix show. 
Anyway, I love it. <laughs> it was great. It was amazing. You strike me as a truth teller. You certainly have never seemed to have a problem with that with me. I'm not going to like, <laughs> like it, it was a good pasta. It's not like mm. that is the best thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. But it was like better than I can do. So <laughs> the pasta was also homemade. Oh, which was shut impressive. up. Yeah. That's great. I know. They, yeah. This couple like basically went to Italy uh, maybe a couple years ago now. Nice. And they like. I feel like ever since they came back, they're like, we're really good at cooking now. We're really into cappuccinos. This right here is actually saving our marriage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then I had another brunch on Sunday. And then, nice. That um, explains why this house is so clean right now, is you did not need to live in it. It wasn't clean about an hour ago. Uh, okay, yeah. never mind. It's all a charade. It's... <laughs> Facade, charade, charade, facade. You can kind of say it however you want. That's true. People will get it. As I have now just finished my third sip of whiskey, um, I am realizing this is the first adult conversation I've had today that was not within the earshot of children. And that's... Monet is right there. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it's I have a special kind of relationship. I do have to wash my hands every time I pet her. As you Um, do with... Yeah. I'm actually starting to realize that the smell of your soap, I just innately connect now. to really us funny. recording. Because I've been to your house before and yeah. like, you know, for parties and stuff. I don't even know stuff. what soap we have. Yeah. Uh, it's nice. Yeah. Again, to your listeners, it's, it's, it's nice. probably from Costco. It's not so. too strong. It's just right. You know your hands are clean. That's good. We don't need to keep that. That was, that was dumb. No, let's stand now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So how was my day? Uh, great question. Um... <laughs> Grant could so, keep up a conversation with himself. I, I don't do. need to be I here. I live alone. <laughs> <laughs> I live alone, so I talk to myself all the time. Mm-hmm. And I am on dating apps right now, which means I'm essentially having conversations with myself yeah. on okay. there, too. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> fun little story. Obviously going to keep every little detail of this anonymous. Yes. But one of my students who's comes into my room early in the morning mm-hmm. before school starts. You know those kids, you chat with them. Yeah. I am the a trusted adult, emotional support figure, theater teacher, English teacher, all wrapped up into one. And this kid was kind of in the dumps last week because mm-hmm. they were ending a relationship or it Aww. looked like a relationship was ending. And I'm giving them that speech that now when you're nine, I've like kind of perfected yeah. where I'm like, hey kiddo, that's okay. Like, I get that's like a sad time, and there's nothing wrong with being sad. Sad's not always an emotion yeah. that you gotta fix. But when you kind of feel like you've gotten through this first emotion, I just wanna add, I want you to ask yourself the question are you, are you sad about losing the connection you think you have with this person? Or are you sad about this source of validation that you are mm. getting that you are a desirable person? Because you are super young. And I promise you, people are going to want to interact with you and find you interesting and compelling like your entire life. That's a universal human experience. Mm-hmm. So if you're sad because you're afraid that like validation's never going to come back, I promise you it will. But if you're sad about this connection, then I get that. The way that Grant probably could have cured my depression <laughs> before it got bad in high school. God damn. Okay, well, so the kid then comes in this morning. Oh, no. It's Monday. And they have a smile on their face. Oh. And I'm like, there she is. Oh. Teacher of the year. Oh. I'm like, I did it. Chalk up another one. And so I go, hey, kiddo. Wow. 
It's good to see that smile on your face again today, kiddo. How how are you doing? How are you feeling? How was your weekend? I'm and so they nervous. go, oh, mister, it's so good. We got back together. Okay, yep, okay <laughs> you know, here's the thing. I can't be mad because yeah. I also have not learned that lesson. So I get it. I respect it. Yeah. We're all the Spider-Man meme just yeah, pointing, pointing at, at each other. other. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And that's how my work week started. You were like, oh my God. (laughs) So was I, right? You were. We're back together. Oh, God, no. I was was right in a bad way, not right in a good way. (laughs) Oh, my God. When I was in Virginia, we were at the the first day, the Noah Khan day. It was like... I think we were still listening to the artists that went right before Noah Khan or two before Noah Khan or something like that. But this girl and guy were standing behind us. The girls with the group of friends and this guy was just like kind of walked up and started talking. And of course yeah. they're like right behind us. And me and my college roommates, nothing if not nosy yeah. and love some gossip. <laughs> and so we were at some point, it's like one of those conversations where you're like, you're not paying attention and then you hear something and you're like, I'm sorry the fuck did you just say? (laughs) And it was something like, yeah, I, oh God, what did he say? He was talking about how he's like, works in a technical field or something. He's out of college. Um, He's like, yeah, I'm like pretty good at physics. Uh, I like barely passed though. Oh God. And we were like, what was the point of saying any of that? Hey, no, like I'm pretty good at this field. Got a 69.7 was rounded up. Yeah, which is like, (laughs) That's how I feel, but I was a chemical engineer. Yeah, and also, I mean, call me a hypocrite. That's fine. I can handle that criticism again. Um, <laughs> I, uh, if you got a 69.7 in, like, Introduction to Romantic Literature 1800s, yeah, that's fine. That feels fair. If you got a 69.7 in essentially plain safety, not as fine. I want you to be actually quite sure especially when it comes if to you're physics. going into the field right. of physics like i have plenty of friends physics was definitely a weed out class of mine's like but everyone has to take it and so it's like the chemies mm. and like the chemistry kids typically don't do well sure i have a theory that it's like you're either good at physics or you're good at chemistry if like you're in the stem field oh, interesting because they're, they're very similar for most of our listeners we're c None of the above. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a method of thinking, I think, because it's very similar, but like you have to go about all the problems differently. And oh, there's another story I have to tell you in a second Yay. about this. Um, but anyway, this guy was like hitting on this girl and it was just like horrible to listen to. Mm-hmm. At some point, I think he literally said, yeah, he was asking her where she's from because sure. her and her friends were not from Virginia. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm from around here. I really just came here hoping to like meet a cute girl. Mm. I'm sorry, I'm trying to listen to this band right now. Yeah, and I was like, I can't even enjoy this artist right now because you are so bad at picking up women. And I, they, they literally talked the entire set of this guy who performed, and we were just like, oh, my God, what the hell? And at some point, like, the artist ended, and then everyone kind of moved forward toward the stage because sure. Noah Khan was going to be next. Right. All the pee people... But yeah. these restrooms, they exit, and mm-hmm. then you all Well, crunch. and then it's the music festival is set up, so there's two stages kind of side by side. So they alternated, mm-hmm. so that, that way could, they could set up one while the other was going. So everyone who was going to the other stage to see the next artist left, and then everyone who was, like, really into Noah Khan went, and they were going to listen to that set. Sure. Yeah. Um, and 
as we were like getting ready to push forward, I turned to Aspen and Jess and I was like, how do I tell her that he's boring mm. and she can do better? And mm. I usually think, just like that. And, and Jess was like <laughs> about to say like, I mean, I agree, but like maybe don't because Jess is like that person. <laughs> Cause I feel like she's seen me chaotic enough. She's like, I think you're joking. I'm not sure. Not how you get on the podcast, Jess. Not how you get on the podcast. <laughs> she's very rational. Well, most of the time. Um, but we were like joking and then we all collectively kind of look and out of the corner of our eye we see her kiss him on the cheek oh no and then we see him go in for then we were like and oh god now it's too late oh god oh god <laughs> and he did get her number i don't know what happened she lived in like not virginia and like i think it was like iowa or mm. something like that like I get it that if I'm on vacation, my bar is lower than I'm going to kind of admit to. That's fair. Um, but I, also, you are right. And also, sounds like that girl had a great time. <laughs> she looked a lot younger than him. Oh. I think he was like my age, like 25-ish, okay. like out of college, working his first job. I get this strong impression she was in college and at the earlier side of it. Mm. And so I was like, babe, 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 where is this going to go for you? Like, Are you what's familiar the next step? with the TikTok trend where it ends with, I cannot interfere. It is a canon event. Oh, <laughs> yes. That's what you saw. You saw a canon event in every person's early 20s experience. He was so boring. Yeah. It, it was like... Just looking at him, I had so much trauma from my early college yeah. experience of being like, I've definitely talked to guys like that who are just so mm. boring. I could say a lot. I'm not going to in case. Um, I'm just kind of in the field right now. So I'm <laughs> still trying to come off as like nice and kind. Yeah. And I've made a couple promises that I'm not going to talk about anything. Oh, I had this Promises I probably won't keep, but uh, it's a little close. I have a story about eavesdropping. Is this still about eavesdropping? No, this one will be about physics. So okay. we, can, we can come back cool, to Cool, cool, cool. Ten seconds. I was at the farmer's market on Sunday mm. and off and then got produce and then came home and cooked it. But there was a moment when I was at the farmer's market where I was like... <laughs> I'm so cool right now. <laughs> Everyone has that moment. Like, it's it's not just being at the farmer's market. It's at the farmer's market with your little yes. reusable bag. Your little putting coffee. Your little, yeah, your iced coffee. You're putting, you're picking out tomatoes like you I'm know what's going to be a, a good thousand tomato. percent markup yeah. on this produce. But it's Because it's where Subaru's park normally. Mm -hmm. um, but the fun thing is, as you walk through a farmer's market, please do this if there's a farmer's market in your I area. Love farmer's market. Everyone's basically actually having the exact same conversation oh so if you God. want to catch one and then another and then another oh, it's, so it's great it's the most inconsequential gossip of your entire life and then you're there and of course you like no one ever admits it but we all kind of dress up a little bit for a little bit there was a lot of um corduroy like vintage mm. upcycled corduroy happening i think i was the only person whose pants didn't have ruffles in them <laughs> it was it was just a lot but it was a lot of fun Talk I about that. physics. Maya. Oh my God, physics. So I told you how a lot of people aren't good at physics, me included. <laughs> However, in, um, I was having a really bad day. I remember this so distinctly. It was like snowing out. I had fallen on my way to physics. It was my first class of the morning. Mm. I think it was phys two. Um, so I was like, I had been at mines for like a second. Um, and I had fallen on the way to class and ripped the knees on both my jeans oh. and like spilled my coffee. And mm. I was like, 
and physics was my first class. <laughs> That's the f- number one issue. Um, <laughs> cannot do that that early physics, in the morning. you ripped my jeans. Prepared to die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I show up to physics a little bit late, and I was, like, pissed. And I'm like, okay, we're just going to get through this class. Like, maybe I'll get myself sushi from, like, the cafeteria area for I lunch, whatever. I love that. Yeah. The professor was asking for examples, like, real-life examples of what we were talking about. And one of the things we were talking about was sinusoidal <laughs> waves. Sorry, just, I'm getting that confused with some of my other waves. Could mm-hmm. you just remind me <laughs> as to what sinusoidal waves are? I don't know what a sinusoidal wave is. I don't either, Maya. <laughs> I know what a sinusoidal wave is. pretty clear. Um, no, it's just a wave that, it like, really could be any kind of wave. It just goes up and down and up oh, and so down Oh, so it's forever. a wave. Yeah, it's but it's, a wave. it doesn't, like... It's not like an ocean wave. And well, it doesn't. Know, when you bully me on science, you're bullying all of our listeners too, who do not give me huge science vibes when we interact with them. You never if know. I'm wrong, let me know. We but I think it's a lot li- of girlies and I being like, ah. Okay, well, I'll mansplain to you too, camera. <laughs> anyway, it's a wave that goes up and down. And so, like, real life examples of this would be like if a ball bounced forever and ever and, like, never, like, kind of fizzled out, you know? Um, However, he was like, what's an example of a sinusoidal wave? And some kid from the back goes with so much confidence. You love it. Gravity. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to physics, no. (laughs) And I was like, can you imagine the absolute chaos of like, oh, 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 gravity's got, okay. (laughs) You're just like trying to get downtown and you look like a fish. Yeah. So I gotta catch this gravity wave up the mountain. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and that was the fact that he didn't oh, miss a beat. There was no, it wasn't even like the professor was waiting for something and everyone was silent. He was like, gravity? <laughs> Friends, listeners, dear, dear, dear <laughs> listeners, if you are in school right now, please relish the moments where someone says something that's not just wrong, but like, fucking wrong <laughs> please appreciate it when you're in school because yeah. then when you leave school oh no people stay wrong but now you're just kind of sad because they're <laughs> they're your co-worker or your extended relatives you know so you're just kind of like oh god is are you oh no wonder i have to work two jobs at this <laughs> one job of mine no wonder this company's struggling i have you have you worked the same kind of hours I have? How are you here? Like literally, how did yeah. you get that shirt on your body and then your body into that car <laughs> and then that car to here? How how are you this old and this dumb? Have you heard it's of sad. effing birds? I mean, I'm familiar with it's a aviation. No, av av. I'm familiar with birds. <laughs> I'm glad you gave up. That one took a while. Um, okay so this my I don't know why I haven't thought of this until right now the last boss I had at the last company that I worked at before I worked at my current job reminds me a lot of you now that I'm thinking about it did you used to work for Cam from Modern Family because I get that all the time (laughs) no he's just like also had the same like corporate attitude of like how are you here (laughs) how did you get here see my attitude is finely tuned uh as a teacher you have that interaction regularly Mm -hmm. but as i explained to one of our new teachers and again 
teacher listeners, sorry if this is a trauma. Two of our newest employees are former students of mine, which is actually so sweet. And I came up to them today after our staff meeting and I said, hey, I just want you to know, I'm really proud of you for not quitting. And they looked at me and they go, do people usually quit before Labor Day? And I go, yeah. yeah. And you're doing a great job. And then a third teacher heard me from one row back and goes, ha, 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 Mr. <laughs> Thomas told me that last year. <laughs> and so they were like, wait, people quit from this? And I go, yeah, because you have to have a specific relationship with 153 students where you have to have both the toughest skin and the biggest heart. Mm, and yeah. a lot of people struggle with that. I would. I so talking really about do. this manager who thought okay. everyone was an idiot. Yeah, so we got. So I was trying to save my reputation there. If that wasn't I, clear, <laughs> I only um, worked under him for like a couple months before mm. I ended up getting this job um, that I'm at now, and so I did end up quitting like relatively quickly. But it wasn't because of him at all. He was so sweet. Um, but we got each other through, like going away gifts. Yeah, and so he got this gift from. Effin Birds, who's this guy who just draws birds and just writes quotes under them. And I had a mug that said, like, I stopped listening 20 minutes ago. I love that. And I was like, you get me. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, oh my fuck, shut up already. <laughs> That's what I get for engaging with the dipshit. <laughs> and these are all, like, beautiful line art little, like, drawings of birds next to them. And Birds, I feel like, bother me sometimes because you can't see the emotion. But I think that's what makes these so I know funny. so many... What are you guys, Xennials? 25? Zennials, I know yeah. at least two Xennials who are, like, terrified of birds. I'm not terrified of birds. Not, but just, like, don't yeah. particularly like them. Which is so funny because birds are precious little tiny creatures. It's funny. I know more millennials that are terrified of birds. Kelsey? <laughs> I know you're listening. I have a crow poster mm-hmm. in my classroom. It's small, and you'll understand why in a second. But it's I printed it out. It's black and white, and it's actually just the profile of a crow. And then there's a circle around it that kind of gets cut off by, like, its neck and things. And the circle... In it is inscribed, I am a goddamn delight. And yes. It's so funny. People have seen it on the internet. Yes. So kids saw it, thought it was funny, thought it needed just one little additional touch. And uh, one day I walked in and a googly eye had been put. <laughs> That's really funny. It's so much better now. <laughs> it stays up. Every year at the end no, of the that's year, fair. I carefully Wait. remove the staples on it and then kind of like flatten it out on the table. You can't laminate googly eyes. And so I kind of like <laughs> flatten it out on the table and I like put it in put a folder it in and folder. I save it for that's hilarious. For break. This one's good. Um, I mistakenly assumed you had some fucking self-respect. <laughs> oh, I, I'm on that energy yeah. a lot of the anyway, time. Anyway, you should check it out. It's F-N Birds, E-F-F-I-N, Birds. For all of our check-ins, I love that our weird little personalities are coming out right now. I have one last thing I would like to share. Um, so on the Unhinged episode with Lee, oh, yeah. I shared... Granted, it was like hour two, I realized that mm-hmm. I am an Eagle Scout. And it's a skill <laughs> I truly rarely use. I can set a fire well, but like that's not particularly hard. I know the flag code, like how you're oh, supposed to treat the, the American flag. Because every year at Boy Scout Camp, because I was a troop leader, I'd have to like to be the... part of it. Yes. There wasn't a trumpet anymore. I think it was a CD player. But like, you, yeah, you, <laughs> had to, you had to, and always putting it up was a lot easier because you just kind of attached it to it and you could kind of run it. Yeah. It was taking it down that was hard because you had to fold, fold it. it. And of course, I'm like 12 when I'm learning all yeah. of this. So it's like, this is the information that's going to stay with me forever. Ever. 
so it absolutely grinds my gears when, and I know I'm preaching to the choir on this one, but it absolutely grinds my gears when you see big trucks that have American flags like hanging on the back mm. of them because it is like I a repeated that. violation yeah. of the flag code, I, which isn't something I get heated about, but you're flying it to be like, look at me, these colors yeah. don't run. I'm more American than you. And you're actually like violating the code you're supposed to follow if the flag touches, like you're not, the flag's not supposed to touch the ground. Ever. And some of them are flying with it so low, it's literally dragging mm-hmm. on the street. You are not supposed to turn the flag into any piece of article of clothing nope. or anything like that. So when you have an American like pattern swimsuit on that's a violation of the flag code too and then finally it is never supposed to be in hospitable weather at least for like a locally like a personal flag inhospitable like yes okay so if it's raining oh my bad (laughs) if it's raining you're supposed to take take the flag down down. you're supposed to bring it in and so you're flying around oh and then you're also flying it at the exact same height as like the thin blue line and like the confederate flag you are violating almost every kind of core tenet the only thing you're not then also doing is you're not folding it correctly when you're done but it's just like i i don't even care about this i got stuck behind someone who was like this on the way here and i was I, like oh okay well that's what i'm talking about on my moderately listened to two podcasts <laughs> is how much yes. this actually pisses me off because it is the attitude of look at me i love this country more than you yeah. when actually you are like desecrating according to our own country's mm-hmm. code of conduct this image that you hug tightly yeah i hate that. We had, um, when I rode horses, we would do like drill team riding and someone would have the American flag and we had to learn all the etiquette around horseback riding with American flags, which is a whole other slew of etiquette that I, seems weird, needs to happen, but you're like never allowed to cross in front of the American flag, like Mm. in an arena, which becomes weird when the arena is an arena and people are on all sides. (laughs) (laughs) And also you're 11. And also, yeah, I'm 16 and confused about other things. Exactly. Um, No, but yeah, seeing people that like write like Trump 2024 on the American flag. I'm like, do you even know how dumb you look right now? And it's like, I understand the sentiment, I guess, of like the blue line, red line, like all that other shit, but it's so stupid. Like of all the things that you're like, we need to respect this country. We need Mm. to respect our constitution and whatever bill of rights as if they know that what that is. Um, And then they go and do stupid shit like wear the American flag and make it look like it's all tattered and battle worn right. and I'm like that's actually not what you're supposed to do um, hold on let's wait until Casey enters so you were at this event did you get, didn't you get any recruits did you at least get like hors d'oeuvres oh yeah it was full dinner yeah, open bar too oh, isn't it a whole dinner I Maybe maybe we should hit record. This is actually, I think, a great opinion. No, I'm it's kidding. recording. Oh, is it still? Okay. I'm going to cut would... all of that. Good. Don't worry. Okay. Um, <laughs> we stopped as soon as we heard the garage door open. Okay. Um, I actually, whenever I'm at an event like that and I'm told it's a dinner service, I'm always like, Ugh. do you know what I'd rather have instead? Open bar, four hours of appetizers. Because caterers can do appetizers so well. And then and the dinner dinners are so sad. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yep, 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 yep. Get me meatballs, get me egg rolls. Also, it's Sodexo. So, yeah. yeah, gross. It was like, if you can imagine, like, bruschetta, but instead of bread, it was chicken. What? It wasn't oh, bad, but it was kind that's of That's not what... So it was what pico de gallo chicken? What the fuck? Ew. 
Oh. See, and wouldn't you rather they have just spent that budget on bruschetta? <laughs> just had a bruschetta option. And Sodexo does pretty good appetizers, from what I remember. Yeah. They need to make the baguettes a lot less crispy for bruschetta, but that's... Yeah, because it crumbles and it's a whole thing. Right. But like you also can't cracker. have it where the where the crust is too like chewy and hard to get through. Mm, I hear that. I hear what you're saying. You need like a good You don't balance. want a sourdough either. Yeah, yeah you yeah. need to be able to, I want to be able to chew and then <laughs> rip off all in one go without A, the bread crumbling and B, looking like an idiot not being able to get half the bread out Isn't of my it wonderful mouth. being an adult a no, little I bit? No, uh, This reminds me actually of a lesson I had with my students the other day. Mm-hmm. Maybe I talked about it on this podcast. I truly have no ability to track anymore. I don't either. It is why I have to listen to every episode two or three times. <laughs> like, okay. Still doesn't actually really help me with anything. That's super fair. Um, <laughs> there it is. Um, <laughs> I talked to them. I was like, you guys need to think, also on a Monday, skill day, mm-hmm. you guys need to think about how you are going to eat, what you eat, when yes. you go on a date. Did I mention I that? I think you have, yeah. Okay. Everyone has accidentally ordered spaghetti and then been like, oh, no. We have a follow-up question, though. Oh. I thought, I think I talked about this with Lee and Abby at some point. Okay. And we were like, (laughs) we then took it one step further and we were like, okay, so what is the best first date food? Mm. And someone said sushi. I think Abby said sushi because it's like bite size, you know, you'd like put it in. But then you inevitably end up putting like getting a California roll that's massive and having to put like right exactly the whole thing in your mouth so then what is it well um I don't think sushi is the way to go this is great a content (laughs) because then I have a I have a question for you both actually that might be kind of fun okay um so I do think the best choice is grilled chicken okay or short noodle pasta Mm. Not ravioli, because you are just working with tiny little Hot Pockets. But if you can get, like, a cavatappi. Cavatappi? Oh, cavatappi. yes. I love like cavatappi. Like the, the corkscrew yeah. one. Or a macaroni noodle, something like that. That, I think, is great. A little orzo is great. Like a risotto or Correct. something, too. Correct. Steaks are oftentimes tough because... Like, you have to truly actually kind of cut, cut them. Yeah. And that's going to shake the table a little bit, and that's awkward. Yeah. But a chicken is fine. Also, chicken's a lot less likely to get stuck in your teeth. Mm. And so it's a grilled chicken or it's a short noodle pasta. In my community, a salad <laughs> is a hint about a couple things. Oh. About what might be available for later on oh, in the evening. Oh, okay. And so I never get a salad. Uh, <laughs> I just don't Off want one anyways, but I'm not going to even consider yeah. it. I feel like salad's also awkward because you always end up with that like one piece of iceberg lettuce that's like half the yes. size of the head of lettuce, and then you have to like shove it in your mouth. I, they started doing the wedges. And that's the wedges? The wedges are just back. They were, I think they were big in I the 90s. hate the way. Why? Why? Why are you making me cut my lettuce? It's a steak of lettuce. It's, it's a steak stupid. of salad. Yeah, I think that the whole idea is that you kind of get like a bite. It's stupid. And it looks fancy when it comes out, like a headdress kind it of. It makes me want to cry a little bit. <laughs> like I-, I wanted a salad because I thought it would be easy. Mm. And I probably just am not feeling like something heavy, but the idea that I have to then work for it. No. no. It's your cob salad now. I just assume it's going to be a yeah. and don't order it. Yeah, same. Amazing. The circles you guys run in. I mean, um, I've had like two cob salads and they both come as wedges and I said, never mind. 
take this back. Take this back. Chop it up and bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> down as a wedge. I, I, that's what I should back. say. Like, <laughs> chop it. Desecrate this, put it in a bowl, spin it twice, and then serve it to me like a civilized person. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so oh, actually another question for you. Yeah. Uh, does the person being able to use chopsticks, is that a requirement for you guys? It's a red flag if they right, can't. Right, so then sushi's great for that. Mm-hmm. Because I saw this thing the other day about when you're going on a first date, a lot of people are like, I want to be like the most like acceptable version of myself. But it's like, well, if you got some red flags, like fly him, you know? Yeah, like, you gotta, like, let him know. Find out, well, no, not not what's wrong with you, hide that. But um, <laughs> if there's things you want to know about them, like if they can use chopsticks, yeah, and that's like fair. that's an issue for you, like go to a sushi restaurant. I always, kind of intentionally, kind of half not intentionally, bring them usually to City O City, this vegan mm, restaurant yeah, yeah. in town. I love that place. And for me, it's great, because it's like, can you adapt? To like a slightly unusual menu can you find something to eat are mm-hmm. you gonna kind of complain about it because i refuse to be with chicken finger adults that's true i cannot do that mm-hmm. and so are there sometimes tastier places we could go yes but it's kind of nice to see like well, what's your interaction in that situation and also city of city is so trendy that I it's also fun to be there love that place. yeah everyone does What's the, it's water, is it water, water course? Water foods, yeah. I feel like fine. I get them mixed up because Tyler and I went around the same time to both of those. I think what really happened is that he came over and he was like, let's go to water course. And then we ended up going to City of mm. City. And so my brain thinks that they're the same and they're not. Right. Here's a first date question. I want to get your reactions. Yeah. You might need to get down closer to the mic. I'm sorry. You shouldn't have left. We didn't say we were done. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't have plans. I'm still uh, in teacher mode, so yeah. it's okay. <laughs> don't get up before the bell rings. And if you could save all questions till the end so um no first date question have not actually uh sent this airborne yet but like swirling it around the question well i'm really curious what's something that you're really proud of but you feel like you don't get a chance to talk about a lot that's really close to one of my favorite first date questions which is like what what's is your the- social security number that too uh, that's <laughs> yeah, exactly that's second yeah um casey and i now tag team it i nice. asked for the social security number he asked for the maiden name fun couple looking yeah. for a third <laughs> But only your money. Exactly. <laughs> Looking for a third um, payer of this rent. Yes. My my two favorite first date questions were, what is the most proud moment that you have had? Mm. Like, point blank anything. Um, and then, B, if you could do any job and money was not a matter and, like, location was not a matter, what would you do? Mm. I like that. But they both kind of feel a smidge career focused, which is why I like because to add of, yeah. the aspect of like that you don't get to talk about a lot. You That's know? fair. Yeah, I feel well because I was dating and at mine. So. Oh, so everyone's like, I have my CV ready. Do you have your interesting? Okay, the state may continue. We are <laughs> equally accomplished. <laughs> I feel like mine was more like, do you actually love engineering? Mm. Or are you in it for the paycheck? Because I know a lot of us are in it for the paycheck. I call those little pink flags, where they could be red flags, or they could just be fun things about us. That's true. Let's find out. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite first date question? And if you could speak up. I'll just translate. I've been on like four first dates. Okay, but what was... You can leave. (laughs) What was a first date question? I don't... Actually, I remember very vividly, I really held up the first date. Yeah, you absolutely did. But you also... Taylor's oldest time. (laughs) (laughs) It's a singing podcast. We owe Reba a lot of money. You can just then offer reactions to our or, first date or questions. Or like if you're meeting... Or one that you're not proud of or that you are proud 
you're not proud of. What's the I thing take it back. I like that what's one most. What's the thing you're most shamed of? Go ahead. <laughs> Go. <laughs> <laughs> More visual my bits mic. <laughs> on this audio podcast. You put me on the spot here. Are we, or have we been talking about it for eight minutes with a clear flow to the conversation? Well, I have the, the, grand, the color one. But what's the color one? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's okay. Uh, if you had to describe yourself as a Crayola color, what would it be? Green. No, we have to be more... You know, have you ever seen a Crayola? There's a basic color palette for Crayola, isn't there? Yeah, but be unique. I don't think I have to be. I think green's really reliable and soothing. But then you have to do the explanation, like, why? mine is, you're imagining you're out at a nice park, there's a slight breeze coming through there, it's like 65 and sunny, but there's a couple of clouds up in the sky, and you're laying on your back, sunshine on you, and you look up, there's a cloud rummaging through the sky and those little wispy blue color you can see between like the edges of the cloud and the sky, that version of sky blue, that's my favorite. How did he not have more first dates? Like I... Because <laughs> he sounds like a Disney adult. No, but like, okay. Hold on, so is that the color you like the most or the color, color you most identify with? That's a... That's a good follow-up question. I thought question. that was what the question was. I thought it... I think it... That's how I interpreted that's it too. Identity. That's what your favorite color is. You too, identify though. as the edge of clouds. Yeah. Oh, that's actually really poetic. <laughs> I mean, if I can say, he got you cheese, Maya. He I didn't mean, get me cheese. who are you, Percy Shelley? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, well, I think we're ready to go back. Yeah. We'll see if we can use any of that. But thank you. <laughs> oh. I love you. How are you doing? Are you gonna game? Uh, yeah. Tell your friends I said hi. Have you met his friends? His gaming friends? Well, Kush went to, Kush was one of his roommates. Oh, fun. Um, Max, I've met Max and Marshall, who are two of his gaming friends that he, like, met online, so he doesn't, like, actually know them super well in person. Mm. Well, that was a fun little bathroom break. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have two Am I the Asshole stories, uh, and I told Maya uh, this evening when I first arrived, I was like, last time we did an Am I the Asshole episode, it was like 28 minutes of us talking about our lives, and then 32 minutes of Am I the Asshole for a tight one hour long episode. <laughs> Don't know if we've managed to avoid that or not, but I'm excited to be here. Do you want to go first? No, I want you to go okay. first. You start pulling up your phone, so I got nervous. All right. Um, ironically, I found these Am I the Assholes for the first time in like three themes um okay <laughs> casey was busy tonight casey was busy and had other things going on so i had to find my own um okay this one is a little longer not super long That's right okay am i the asshole for exposing a magician's magic trick <laughs> well that's so on the nose <laughs> Okay, continue. Yep, yep, yep. Um, When I was 12, I was really into magic tricks. My family and I went on holiday to Spain, and my mom, my ma'am is how it's spelled, M-A-M, decided to surprise me with tickets to a magic show. The first half of the show went well, but during the second half, one of the magicians started walking around to audience members and performing tricks in front of them. Then he approached me, he pulled out a deck of cards and showed me the deck, and it appeared to be normal. He then shuffled through the cards and told me to tell him when to stop. I said stop, and he revealed the card I stopped at. The Nine of Diamonds. He then slipped the card into the middle of the deck and without doing anything else, snapped his fingers and revealed the card at the top of the deck. It was the Nine of Diamonds. Audience members clapped, but I blurted out, I know how he did it! Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) He looked a little shocked, but before he could say anything, I said that it was the Svengali deck, a trick deck where the deck can appear normal, but actually contains multiples of the same card. 
Anywhere the deck is cut, it reveals the same card. The magician went really red, then tried to laugh it off and gestured a strange motion to my neck. He quickly moved back to the stage and continued with the show. Later on, after the show ended, the magicians were taking photos with people and I decided to take one with them. As I was Mm. walking up, I made eye contact with that magician I exposed and he gave me a death stare, quickly stopped taking photos and walked off. Was I an asshole for revealing how the trick was done? Should I have kept my mouth shut? And then there's an edit. Um, I think I should clarify that there were around three magicians going around to performing tricks in the audience at the time. I would say there were 10 to 15 people around me when he performed it. They just happened to be observing and overheard me explaining it to him. I didn't reveal it to the entire audience. I'm sorry, is there a second edit where he goes, and I am the ghost of Harry Houdini. (laughs) Of course, of course, you're the asshole. I, yeah, yep. What even? It what? Yes. Why is he asking the question? It's like going to the mall in December and being like, and if you have small children in the car, you might want to fast forward to this next part. Being like, that's not Santa, and Santa's not real. <laughs> of course, you're the, the asshole. asshole. Listen, I'm sorry. And maybe I've misread our audience, but I don't think most of our audience believes magic is real. At least magic performed by magicians yes. at a magic show. That's a different is yeah. real. That's not real magic. If and, magic is real. <laughs> what? It's sleight of hand. That's what's impressive about magic. It's not like, oh my god, like, that was real magic. It's like, how did you hide that card from me? I don't go to a Benny Hanna when they do the little like onion yeah. tower and be like, that's not a train. That's not a train. I'm here for entertainment. Of course it's not what it looks like. We're just supposed to be impressed that non-magical humans, which is all of us, sorry. You know my position on mediums from the Harry Houdini episode. I don't know why I gotta pretend to be like non-committal on this topic. Magic doesn't exist because we're all magic. Um, You're there to be entertained, and it's cool that a non-magical human can, like, do a thing, yeah. and it's like, oh, oh and there's, like, a moment of whimsy, which is why you're there. Yeah. Of course you're the asshole. To be fair, I am disappointed in that magician for using a trick deck. I think, I mean, go, go ahead, go ahead. I just feel like I've seen that trick before, and I feel like it's not difficult to do with a real deck. I feel like my one of my friends has done it to me with sure. a real deck. So that is disappointing, but still, that's not his fault. Like, he's making a living. Correct. Right? Like, the kid... Also, why did the kid immediately resort to the worst possible solution? Which is to scream out. Also, I... Why are you at a magic show if you're gonna say that? Also, this is again... I'm trying... I'm really trying not to victim blame. If you're gonna be a magician that performs in oh, front we are of children, on different sides of this no, I, equation. no, I am absolutely in agreement <laughs> that this kid is the asshole. I am saying that the magician might have better crowd work. <laughs> like if a kid is like, I know how you did it. You're like, okay, let's meet up afterwards. Not and to be talk about it. Not to be all like child educator here, things like that. Yeah. But you learn by doing. You That's only fair. get better at crowd work. Via crowd work. By doing crowd work. Right, And I think this might have been his very rude awakening. (laughs) What, that magic isn't for him? (laughs) Well, that maybe he should have a response instead of just letting the kid go and, like, continue? But does it say how old the proster is? Because we keep saying kid, and I think we mean, like, a 9 to 13-year-old got hold of his family's computer. Actually, 
Oh, when I was 12. Oh, okay. My family and I went on a holiday in Spain and my mom decided to surprise me with tickets to a magic show. So they're actually 12. Or they're referring okay. to a story that happened when they're 12. Here's the thing. Unintentionally, yes, still the asshole. Yes. Which is the only time I'm ever the asshole in my own life. Um, <laughs> my not believing it. I, I don't think Grant even believed it the way that his face moved when no, he said that. sometimes I'm intentionally mean, but I'm always funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she agreed. You heard the laugh. Um, I never yeah, said even, that. 12-year-olds can be assholes. Ask literally all of my coworkers. Yeah. 12-year-olds, are, and also 12-year-olds can intentionally be assholes. Mm -hmm. And you're not supposed to talk during the show. You are. You're, you're supposed to be like... Well, I guess this was, you know, I think it, this was like the magicians were in the crowd doing like little, little mini shows, you know? Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Yeah. And I actually know what you're supposed to do in that situation. Still shut up? Yes, but then also pivot on your heels, run through a chocolate shop screaming, Dad, she's trying to kiss me, and hide behind uh, a mailbox. Until the One cops come. 5K later. Yeah. Until the cops show. <laughs> you're supposed to run away from all close-up live performance arts. Yes. For those of you who grew up in Nebraska and haven't been exposed to art like I have, that's what you're <laughs> that's supposed what you to do. do. What episode is that? 5, 12, 18? That was Am I the Asshole for Happiest Place on Earth. So... <laughs> I'm like so staring at her for the answer. 13, 14, 15. I'm like, wait, Episode time. Episode 15. I'll wait. <laughs> right, wait. Yeah. 15, because I started... Am I the asshole? Or I started with Finland, and that was episode 13, because we made a joke about it being mm. 13. And that was 15. And then 16, 17, 18. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. 15. This is not a partnership of equals. We. I Sometimes I pretend it is. It's Maya's. It's Maya's podcast. I, it's weird <laughs> as we publish more episodes because I am slowly losing track of the mm -hmm. episodes. Mm -hmm. And that's a very s strange feeling for my type A control freak brain where I'm like, no, I need to know what happens in every episode. And we need to make a list of everything that we talk about in every single episode or else I will always forget. And then we need to make it searchable so that people can find when we talk about those specific things. <laughs> We have crossed the Rubicon, which is um, no longer able to remember everything that we've said on every episode, because yeah. now we can't even remember how many there are. have not hit 20 yet. Um, yeah, we have. Is this number 20 or 21? This is 21. Oh, that's so fun. Do you know the Rubicon is actually a river in Italy? And, uh, I recognize the word Rubicon. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I know what it means in conversation. Julius Caesar crossed it with his army when okay. he was turning Rome from a republic to an empire. Okay. And by crossing the Rubicon, it was essentially like a violation of the like the sacred like trust that mm -hmm. Rome was in, that no army would march into Rome. And so by crossing the Rubicon, Caesar officially like broke that and oh. that, there was like no turning back from that oh, point. Oh, so it's like it's a non-turning back okay. point. Now I will say this. And I love this. I know my tone doesn't say it, but I, had, I do love this. He is a physics teacher. <laughs> and he can run a 5K. That um, our listeners By have physics, gotten... I meant civics. <laughs> <laughs> she was never very good at physics or civics. Um, so true. That our <laughs> listeners have gotten really comfortable emailing us quick little corrections about it. things. Um, thank you. That's great. Suddenly I'm way more aware of how few things I'm definitive on. Like yeah. the crossing of the Rubicon. I am 89% sure I have gotten at least 89% of that correct. We got an email from a listener that was like, love to correct you. <laughs> or correct Grant, parentheses, with love. Exactly. Because she knows we both have anxiety. <laughs> I saw that email at first. It and and listener, giggle. if you're still with us, please keep sending them. We love them. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. when I saw that email for a second, I was like, oh my god, my mom, Maya, 
was gonna read this email. It was like a bad grade report from school. Which, by the way, when I was in school, I uh, I learned what my mom's and dad's. I learned what my mom and dad's email password was back when it was AOL. And I, like, deleted my entire junior year's grade report emails before they would get home. I'd just log into school or after school on the little school computer system and just click delete. <laughs> delete. You don't need to know what's going on in Spanish. Bye-bye. And then my brother got into high school. And I didn't want to delete his grade report. That felt dishonest. And so then my parents thought it was weird. They were only he getting Griffin's grade report. And the G was up. <laughs> I think I only did it, like, twice, but I got caught on the second time. Boo. I know. But that's the thing the young people don't understand today is that the real art was always the art of getting away with it. Not the actual instance. Like, it's not hard to learn your parents' email password. They're not thinking to hide it when they type it in around you. It's What's true. really tough is not letting your parents know you have their email password. That's so real. Parents, don't listen to this episode with the kids in your car. Maybe we should put that at the top. Of the <laughs> Are your kids in the car? Santa's real, and it's actually really difficult to get your parents' email address. <laughs> I never got mine. <laughs> if your children are in the car, how dare you? I'm, this is my one child free space of my life. <laughs> So to ever have who feels like they know us personally, you should know better than to bring children around us. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Ready for my little story? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I've always interpreted smoke and mirrors to mean like misdirection or to like lie or something like that, yeah. right? Okay. Am I the asshole for buying first class tickets and leaving my in-laws to quote Rot oh. in coach. Oh. <laughs> There's a really long first paragraph. I can sum it up in two words. Three words. Former football player. Nice. Paragraph two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the story. My in-laws invited me and my girlfriend Diana on a trip. Fun that you call them your in-laws, but it's actually not bound by law yet. Yeah, that is... That's a lot. That's the last color commentary moment I'm offering until I finally read through it. But it's the first sentence. Future in-laws. I I love that kind of hope. I really do. You got to live on it. Yeah. Especially during pumpkin season. Grant really wants a pumpkin patch partner. I'm already in my sweater. Yeah. (laughs) And I look cute. I do look cute. It's a good color for me. It is. It's the kind of blue you see at the edge of clouds. I don't know if we're keeping that reference or not from earlier, uh, but thank you. Just know I'm funny. That's I just need you to trust. Okay. The eighth time? Let's try reading this. Okay. Am I the asshole for buying first class tickets and leaving my in-laws to rot in coach? I'm a former football player. Okay, so here's the story. My in-laws invited me and my girlfriend, and then says the name, so Diana, on a trip. We paid our own way for your information. The trip would have been seven hours, so I told my girlfriend in and in-laws that I paid for an upgrade to business class, and they were cool with it. Not all four of them, but him and the girlfriend were getting upgraded to business, business class. class. Um, let me refine my spot. Who paid for the tickets? Uh, football player and girlfriend. Okay. Paid for their own way. Okay. And then it sounds okay. like in-laws paid for their own tickets. Yeah. And so he upgraded him and girlfriend from coach to business okay. class. Okay, okay. And they were cool with it. But in reality, I had something else cooking. 
Diane has never flown in first class, and so, as a special surprise for her, I upgraded our seats to first class and would tell her at the airport. For all the reasons I listed above, and for Diana, who I think he legitimately loves, I got us upgraded to first class. I was so frickin' excited to see her reaction, I could barely hold it in. So, we get to the airport, and when the first-class passengers are called, I look at my girlfriend and say, let's go. She said they didn't call our cabin yet, and I told her to take a closer look at her boarding pass. She didn't look at her boarding pass? I I mean, how closely do you look at it? If it said first class, I would look at it. (laughs) She doesn't know it says first class. If it said 1A, I would be like, that's weird. (laughs) Uh, And she is stunned. Father-in-law just laughs and shakes his head. Mother-in-law is stunned, but doesn't look happy. Long story short, we had a great time in first class. Diana loved it and thanked me again and again. She only said to tell her her in advance next time so that she can dress more bougie. We get off the plane, and mother-in-law is angry at me. She said, how could you leave her father-in-law and I to rot in coach while you're living it up in first class. To be fair, father-in-law didn't really care. He said he slept the whole way. (laughs) (laughs) He then told mother-in-law that he'd do the same thing. He'd leave to go to first class too if he had the option. Mother-in-law said we should all go first together or not at all. That isn't really fair or a good look to have two parties to be in different classes. I said we were originally in business. She said there's a world difference between business and first class. Fair, yeah, probably. She said I could have at least sprung for economy, comfort, or business class for everyone rather than being selfish for Diane and I. I talked to Diana afterwards, and she said that while she enjoyed the surprise, that maybe I should have saved it for a private trip for just the two of them rather than the trip with her parents. I still don't think it's a big deal, but I've been in the wrong in the past. So am I the asshole? P.S. Mother-in-law is usually a really nice person. I just think this really pissed her off. I think I want to know your thoughts before I say my thoughts. No, I want to hear your thoughts. I shared my thoughts first on your story. Okay. Um, no, you're not the fucking asshole. Mother-in-law is absolutely... Grow up. It's not your money. Right. And it, it's another thing. My initial thought is if they paid the tickets and then he paid the upgrade, absolutely the asshole. Right. They paid their own way. Right. If you wanted to upgrade, you could have. Right. Don't put it on... Also, I feel like it's also another thing if it's the daughter doing it not that because mm-hmm. they're she's like biologically like or not like yeah like it's their she's her parents, ditch her parents to yeah with her boyfriend. it's the boyfriend not right. even fiance not husband there is no legal or emotion or like marital ties to the parents and she the mother-in-law has the audacity to say how dare you not use that money on me Right. When how tra- dare you leave us, or how could you not spend it on all of us and upgrade us up to slightly more legroom when you guys were instead flying first, first class? First because he was doing this whole sentimental thing for his girlfriend, saying, like, she's never flown, she's going to be so excited. And it sounds right. like she was excited, and maybe that backed off after she saw what her mother's reaction was, being like, right. okay. And, like, to her point, maybe it is fair that, like, he could have done it on a private trip. It would have been less, like, 
flashy, I guess, on his part. It wouldn't have been like, hey, look, future in-laws, look at all this money I can spend on your daughter. But, like, grow up. That makes me, like, so mad. Like, what gives you the goddamn right to say something like that? Right. To someone that's, like, spoiling your daughter. I am 100% on your side. But here's the thing. I think when you are on an airplane, everyone's brain goes into Titanic mode. Yeah. And it's how can I get through this mm-hmm. as easily as possible? We're traveling here soon, within mm-hmm. a week. And at one point, there's going to be like six of us. Yeah. If only two people get upgraded to first class, I'm not mad. And if I am one of the people randomly selected to get upgraded, I'm leaving you. I yes. love you. I would. Goodbye. If you didn't leave me, and like, well, I don't want to let make you feel. I will kick you so hard in the stomach. Exactly. Jesus Christ! I want to fly in one of those in one of those chairs that goes all the way yes. back and turns into a. If any one of my close friends gets that privilege, girl, go. One of my okay. So now that we have both established that Titanic brain yeah. works, so. Uh, sometimes we'll fly for speech and debate tournaments Mm -hmm. to like nationals and stuff. And I love bringing Lydia along Mm -hmm. and the school loves letting Lydia go because they get another chaperone and don't have to pay for another substitute. Mm -hmm. Lydia runs several small businesses. So her schedule's kind of like more independent and flexible. Right. And I learned years ago that on trips where you're chaperoning and you get to pick the other chaperones, there's plenty of like well-meaning teachers who are wonderful Pick your best friend. Yeah. Pick a person that you're excited to spend basically every second with and then can turn to in intense moments and be like, oh my God, can you believe what's happening? It's just so nice to not have to manage children and then also make small talk every second. So all of that was to lay the groundwork. This last summer, we're flying and I... I want us to get priority boarding because we're flying with young children. Yes, you want to get granted that young child is fifteen, but at this point she's still like pretty short. And so Lydia, because she's so much better at this kind of stuff than I am, Lydia takes this young student up and goes, "I'm sorry, we're like part of a school group. Is there any way that like we can get like you know priority boarding? Because we are a group that needs additional time. Most of the kids have no idea how to like put their like." luggage up or like what's supposed to be in their pocket and things like that and a lot of them have anxiety and thus kind of want to sit together it's one of their first times for a lot of them the first time they fly is like with me in the speech and debate program so I do think there's like some legitimate reasons I don't know if all the airlines would consider them legitimate but it's like Titanic mode you know it's like children go 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 (laughs) pretend you're first class yeah go go yes (laughs) and so I yeah I hear I hear all of that I think mom's a little mad. I think part of it, if I'm being big in my thinking, if I'm being gracious in my thinking, maybe mom had the perception that the four of them were going to sit next to each other and talk the entire time. No, because they'd all purchased the tickets together, I think, initially, and then he upgraded to first class. But what row has four seats in it? I don't know. I said... That is my other thing, I'm just trying to be big in my thinking. I know. I appreciate that. I think... (laughs) I think my version of being big in my thinking is that she was initially like a little peeved about it and then she sat on the plane where her husband was asleep the entire time. She was quiet for seven hours. Yeah, and then she just like (laughs) stewed in it, which is fair because I, if I'm feeling anxious, like there's one time I flew to Seattle for work and I was anxious going to the airport for some Mm. reason and I had like almost a full on like mental breakdown getting into Seattle. I just had like, you know when your gut is like, 
something bad is going to happen. That was the feeling I had for like the entire trip and the entire first day in Seattle. I was like, I'm going to, I'm traveling alone. Someone is going to come into my hotel room and steal me into the night. Oh my God. And it was Sometimes Maya will just toss out sentences that are the darkest thing I have <laughs> ever heard. That is just being a woman traveling alone. Sure, still, actually. still dark. It's, I think I had some bad juju. I, think I was wearing... It's a whole fucking thing. Like, <laughs> uh, um, I was wearing a sweater that I had some bad experiences in, and I think my brain was like, Connected. only bad things can happen in this article of clothing. Oh, get rid of that article of clothing. It was expensive. It's Patagonia. <laughs> Plato's closet. They give you two fifty for it. Yeah, they, that's the thing, though. Um, I think my version of like the mom story is that she was just like, I have no leg room, and I'm mm. like, maybe she's not even in the aisle seat or the window seat, so like, she like can't get up and go to the bathroom on her own, and like, it's a whole thing. And I think she just like maybe stewed in it for a while, yeah. and then took it out on the boyfriend, which is. A lot, I feel like. I don't know. It just, at least with the way it was written, it feels so clear that mother-in-law is just mad she's not also in, in first, first class. class. Which, which is, I get, but you not, it, that can't boil over you, you know? No. And, yeah, it's like, <laughs> I feel like if the situation where, like, the boyfriend, like, then offered the ticket to the mother-in-law right. so that mother-in-law and daughter could, like, be in first class together, then it wouldn't have been a problem. I mean, for her, sure, of course. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't be a problem. For her. Now we're gonna boyfriend and dad have to sit next to each other for seven hours. Sounds but... like dad would have had no problem. It would have been, <laughs> <boyfriend>. <laughs> <laughs> that been like I slept. Exactly. Honestly, this entire story is like, gosh, I wish I was independently wealthy enough to upgrade yes. my own tickets coming up here soon. Same. I spent money just to make sure I had an aisle seat. Oh, you did. I was, I was not flying middle seat for I'm... nine hours or whatever. Yeah, I might try and fly. Or I might try and make sure that I get a window. Have you not booked your seat yet? Mm-mm. Mm. Yeah. I did that last weekend. Yeah. Which was I yesterday. Definitely, a weekend I told them that. my preferences. I don't think I've... Because you booked it through yeah. the... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I love that we continue to be so intentionally mysterious about this we're trip when we're recording. We're going to be back by the time... Yeah, no, I know. But I think yeah. when we actually get back and record, we're going to be like, and then we are at address 1230. <laughs> you know, it's going to be so rich in detail. I also, I already, not sharing it, have some secret stuff planned for... Just some secret stuff planned. It's all good and it's so small. Let any kind of hope you have leave your body. But I'm excited about it. Is it in Prague? Yeah, you'll find out. Oh, okay. Well, I, I wanted to know if Tyler's involved. Girl. Okay, cool. <laughs> He's proven himself difficult to plan with. He's had his chance. <laughs> he has had his chance, and I am looking forward Tyler, to seeing him. This is you missed out in Prague. I don't know what it is, but you missed out. And kind of London, but that's fine, whatever. So now we're just saying where we're going to go. Well, this is going to be Looking out. forward to see you in Munich. I'm not even going to edit this until we're back. Good, so. good. Oh, yeah. When I'm, uh, let's just talk pod for a second. Okay. Um, so Houdini is... Yes. Am I going to also get the chance to listen to um, Mary Shelley on the plane? Um, I'm, my goal before we board the flight is to... I need to have Houdini's episode edited. So you will listen to that before we get on the plane. Cool. And then I, I want to have all of those reels edited and scheduled. And then I, in an ideal world, I would like to have Mary Shelley's episode cool. edited at the very least. So maybe. So I'm just, if Mary Shelley's edited, then there's like 90 minutes of 
airplane content I don't have to worry about. I mean, worst case scenario <laughs> is that I th there's a strong chance now that I have the correct adapters for mm. my MacBook that I edit on the plane. No oh, fun. Because I tried to do that in Iceland and I didn't have the right adapter and it, my my like laptop wouldn't charge. And now you charge. have all of the adapters. And they all look the same, guys. <laughs> There's three of them that look the same, but they're I, like slightly thicker and thinner and like <laughs> narrow. I don't know which is which, so I'm, I'm bringing all three. <laughs> always grateful to be here. Jesus. I'm extra grateful to be here today because I would have completely forgot to even find my, my adapter. adapter. Yeah, I actually kind of think I need to go find my list the last time I traveled abroad to be yeah. like, oh yeah, what did I think was crucial back then? You know? Yeah. When I I like flew to France and was like, I'll just get an adapter there. Mistake. <laughs> <laughs> they're so expensive. And then being with Tyler, who is already so. <laughs> Google was like, we can just swap out. I have an, I have one adapter. We can swap out plugs in the middle of the night so that all of our devices Whoever are charged. Gets up to pee, just kind of switches. So switch it out. I was like, real quick. no, I'm gonna pay the thirty dollars for my own Ooh, adapter. I am God, so excited to see how Tyler develops over the next year because I actually don't know if he's frugal or is just like because he's a grad student, yeah. just like pocket poor. I just think he's like, pocket poor. Yeah, just like truly kind of has to make stuff like yeah. that work. He is, I think I've shared this, yeah. he's going to live at my house for that first mm -hmm. month as he like kind of yeah. gets everything set up. After fielding a bunch of different options, which I didn't know was something that you were supposed to do when your friend says, please live with me as you get on your feet. He'd be like, I'm fielding a couple offers, but good news, I picked you. Who? <laughs> So he's fielding several offers, and then he was like, I th I'm going to live with you, and I'm excited about it. And I was like, yay! And he goes, yeah. And I think, like, first thing we do is we can, like, turn off the water heater to save some money, because that's what he does right now. And I looked at him, and I go, I am 30. I have the $8 to have a hot shower yeah, every day. It's not day. actually that expensive. It's... I think that is one of the benefits of living in the U.S. is that I feel like electricity yes. and like those utilities are really expensive in Europe. And here it's like, oh, it's like $3 yes. for like the year. I mean, not like I'm like Scrooge yeah. duck money bags over here. But it's here. not like, in, it's not like going to yeah. save me a ton of money yeah. if I don't do that. Correct. That's I hate him. I like, I again, I'm like, you have to be pocket poor. So when he comes back and starts making more than me. Uh, I can't wait to see how that changes his behavior. Because, like, Danny makes more than me and certainly doesn't have a nicer place or is better dressed. So, who knows? No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he spends his money and on. I've the same. And I have said that to his face. This is not a big reveal on the pod. <laughs> I have been like, I, he told me once how much he makes and I looked at him and I go, why do you live the way you live? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And also, to be clear, it's still, like, I mean, it's a respectable salary, but it's not, like, blow you away even tech money yeah. money but i was like why Danny? why are you why? doing this i assumed you had to live this way <laughs> and there's so much nobility in that but now that i know it's a choice i'm so much more confused <laughs> yeah i the way that i'm so glad i lived or i like visited tyler in the summer <laughs> because I would have been so uncomfortable if I had visited him any time in the winter and he was like, no, 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 we're turning the heat off in this dorm room apartment that I am in. Uh, having traveled with Tyler during the summer, so cheap, we continually checked into Airbnbs that only had one bed. Um, yes! Which was extra funny. Um, one of the times we checked in and it was a king bed, so that was fine. But yeah. it was like a queen bed, which we could have still made work, but yeah. it was a queen bed. And then there was a couch, and I was like, Bye. Get on the couch. 
<laughs> I am not as tiny I'm as you. I'm not as tiny as you are. I'm older than you are. I'm not the one that booked us this and put us in this situation on the couch. Get on the couch <laughs> right now. Yeah, he did the same thing when we were booking Airbnbs. Like, even, even when we had his other friend come like and stay with us right. we had still a one bedroom airbnb that had a pull-out couch so she was on the pull-out couch and then him and i were had in, the, to be like, in the same bed the, together i don't even i don't know if it was like a full or a queen or whatever but i was like what's was so funny honestly maybe one of my favorite parts about traveling europe is that tyler and i we did what we called a little pensioners vacation we <laughs> left rome i mean we had a day in rome and that yeah. was great and then we went to rome to, to florence and we spent a little time in florence and then florence to venice mm. and then from venice we went to pisa for an afternoon and Cute. then dropped me off at milan and it was great and tyler and i are both like kind of clearly gay people when yeah. you see us in public and it was just him and i every time we went anywhere yeah. but tyler and i are not and never will be in a relationship together so it was just two friends traveling but every italian restaurant was like <laughs> yeah here you go <laughs> do you want the uh, couple special <laughs> and we were like oh was it a good deal what is it what's going what? on like is what's... it a good deal because i can i can hold your hand is it is it two mains and an app is it a two for 20 kind of thing from chili's because if so then yeah, yeah of we're dating of course, of course i want that you know but oh no if it just kind of comes with like white wine that you've had open all night yeah, no, then like that's mind. fine you know mind. i don't i don't need any of that i want that. you to know the, the one hotel i was responsible for booking and did not book until this week much to my stress and i still couldn't book it for some reason we have two beds good okay yeah. the place that i booked i am like 94 percent sure that's how i am with ours it's either beds. a double they describe it as like a double or two twins yeah. and so i'm confused but i know yes same and mm-hmm. i know i know we have listeners in europe and you guys do so many things right but as an american when you run up to something new you're like i don't like change you would never find that in america you would never find a website that was like it can fit too we're all like how 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 does it fit is it are they separated (laughs) or are they pushed together (laughs) and so part of me is like oh we'll just make sure we like specify at check-in that we have different sleep numbers that's true (laughs) oh my god um i have one more sorry tyler story about this little pensioners vacation wait go ahead in when you were in Italy, uh-huh. did and you stayed places, did they have the two separate duvets? Uh oh yes, at one of the places. Yes. They had that in Iceland. That's yes. my favorite thing. <laughs> at the last hotel we stayed in Iceland, it didn't have that. And mm. the way that I almost cried. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I worked to camp down in Texas this summer yeah. and the place they put us up in had a duvet. Did not expect that in South Texas. Duvets are not a, a lot. duvet. Is it a duvet? Oh. Isn't a duvet is a cover? A duvet cover is a cover. Okay, so it's the same word. Yeah. Just fascinating. Yeah. You should call the that. duvet is the one that where the thing goes into the other thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, duvet was great. Didn't expect to see it in South Texas. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. The pensioners' vacation in, with Tyler and I. At one point, we're at uh, the Duomo in Florence. Yeah. This like infamously beautiful space. Yeah. And Tyler was like, Grant, can you get me a photo? And I'm like, sure. And he goes, no, but like lower, I want like the angle. And I'm like, sure. And he's like, no, but I want the angle. And I'm like, kind of keep squatting down. And he goes, no, but like lower. And so I like get on one knee and hold the phone. And then from that angle, it looks like I'm holding a ring box and Tyler is intentionally kind of grandiosely standing in front of me. And then you could tell just from the gasp that she was an American woman. Oh, no. But an American woman walking by goes, <gasps> 
<laughs> I realized right away that I'm not pro- I'm not, not proposing, proposing to Tyler. That's but instead, hilarious. he's just critical about the kind of photo he gets. I have a, a reel on my Instagram of I trained him so well when we were in Paris, and I think part of it might have been the trauma from your guys' trip <laughs> that happened a couple weeks before, where he was like, "I will get the good picture of you." So I have him. Grant taught me I can ask for exactly what I want. <laughs> so he would get he would get my camera and then get like basically on the ground Correct. in front of the Notre Dame. And so I have a video of him doing that, which yeah. is really funny. Um, have you seen the TikTok videos of the man that keeps fake proposing to his girlfriend I at feel Disney? Like that's a whole. Th- oh yes. <laughs> yes. And every time he gets down, she's like, "Stop it! <laughs> Stop it right now!" I'm so excited. Stop it right now. I'm so excited for her to get, actually get proposed to. <laughs> I am too. This is the boy who cried wolf. She's going to be like, you get up part now. Of, part of me really, really hopes she's it like, does. not at Disney. Like, you can, you can live in the parking lot. Outside, <laughs> but not here. I yeah. cannot live my entire life with. I, I I think we're now kind of in almost like the after hours oh, on the great. couch. Yeah, you guys I don't know how much we're going to keep. Content. If we need to like throw it in the back, whatever. You know I trust you. Yeah. Um, just for the... Am I the asshole oh God. for finding out that a person traveled to Disney World every year and that that is a red flag? That's actually a deal breaker for me. I was chatting with a guy and I found out that he travels to Disney World every year. Mm-hmm. And I was already kind of like on the fence, still in exploration phase. Yeah. And when I heard that, I was like, deal breaker. Am I the asshole for that? I would want to know his history with Disneyland like if there's like a reason he goes to Disneyland Mm. every year I think that would be the only thing that wouldn't make it a red flag for me because you can use that money on other things that's it exactly part of me wants to be like see other places part of me is like even if it is a thing that you want to go to Disney World every year and that's fine I'm not saying you don't do that what I'm saying is I want to go to Tulum at some point and you can't do that if you're spending every September in Orlando. That's so and also there are Disney Worlds in other countries. I don't want to go to a Disney World in another country though. I want to go to another country but and then at least be in... like you can be like okay, I want to go to Disney World <laughs> but let's mix it up a little Part bit. Part of me was like we have such different financial goals yeah. and I don't know anything else about your financial life yeah. but I know very different financial goals. I, I had to replace a hot water heater in August and that only delayed my next trip to Mexico. Um, just just different. And so I was me? like, hey, and then you'd be proud of me because the next theme is going to be ghosted, which we have not actually talked about so on this episode. I'm so glad that you mentioned it. Fully because, serendipitously. Yeah, perfect. Uh, I'm trying, haven't for a couple years, and I'm trying to continue to live by the tenant that I'm not trying to just ghost people anymore. Mm-hmm. That I'm an adult, and if I can engage in a conversation, mm-hmm. then I can engage in the end of that conversation yeah. if I feel like that's what needs to happen. So right. um, I was like, hey, you're super kind, and you're doing a bunch of cool stuff. It's kind of a little bit of distance between us. The same places, and by that I mean Disney World. Right. I I, I said. I think I said. I think I'm struggling to feel a larger connection, and there is a little bit of like physical distance between us. And I just think both of those things are kind of hard to navigate. So mature. But I hope you find someone that you really click click with. You deserve the best, and I'm rooting for you. And he said, "Thanks, you too." And I was like, "You read it, and I can unmatch." Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and we're done. Okay. Well, we announced our theme. It's ghosted, ghosted because it's Halloween. Spooky month. Spooky month. And now Maya and I will return from this trip and be like, I don't have anything researched. Do you have anything researched? <laughs> I'm going to be like, so let true. me talk to you about the churches of Europe for this episode of Ghosted. <laughs> Grant wrote it on the way here. <laughs> How do you feel about paranormal things? I'm, I, I think I need to save all reactions to anything ghosted okay. for live on air. Okay. I mean, I'm just okay. saying, like, do, are you... 
like you've made it clear that you don't believe in mediums. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's your actual belief or if Houdini really made you believe that because I am on one side of that fence. I know. I think um, this is the fun thing. I think this is the first time you and I might diverge a little bit. Do you believe in like spirits and like, okay. I think, oh God, that's, that's a great question. Um, I haven't I even think, picked a story yet. So I'm no, just trying no. to like, and here's the thing. I think pick again, whatever kind of excites yeah. you. Cause even when there's like a little difference, that's kind well, of I'm, fun. I'm like not super, I don't know if I believe in spirits or not, or like ghosts or not. Right. I think there's a lot of real world explanations for what happens. Agreed. But I'm also like, we also thought that the sun revolved around earth mm. for a very long time. So I don't know where I stand with that, but if it's like going to be like, I don't believe this at all, right. then I'll steer in a different direction because I'm also on the fence. Paranormal activity was like a really popular, still probably is like horror movie franchise. Mm-hmm. And I had a really hard time watching it and not like laughing because I okay. so actively don't believe it. Okay. A person being crazy and a chainsaw killer in Texas mm-hmm way more believable for me That's than a, that picture flew across the room. No, it didn't. What if no, it, it did, didn't. though? What if that happened to you? But it didn't. What if it? What if there was natural explanations for it, but it did happen oh, What if you? I've been dead for 17 years? Ooh, like I just... Who's going to tell him? <laughs> <laughs> You're not naturally pale, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually not here Which is to say all. that I don't think people haven't had like a spiritual moment okay. where they're like, I was having a really tough moment and my mom always liked monarch butterflies and in a really tough moment there was like a monarch, monarch butterfly in front of me. I feel that. Like that yeah, yeah, sure. And I believe, you know, that if any of this is real and it can be transformed into energy, I could see energy then presenting itself mm-hmm. that way. I just think um, if I have a grudge, I'm not moving picture frames. Like, I don't think that's I do, not, I do not believe in ghosts. I don't really believe in haunted houses. I believe in maybe some kind of spiritual stuff. I just think if the universe or existence or whatever it is, if that is big enough for you to exist outside of your physical confinement as an energy, then there has to be something so much more interesting out there. Mm than this, and I think I then have a hard time believing that you would linger here. Mm. I also think once you've transcended that plane, your relationship with like human emotion, love, and even like time and space it's probably has to different. be warped by that experience. Of course, this also assumes consciousness. Um, I don't, you know, who knows if that even okay. continues. So, no, I mean, I think there's some beautiful things out there. I don't believe in haunted houses. Okay. I changed my mind. Well, I'll, I'm not going to tell you if I'm going to take into your account into account your opinion. <laughs> I don't, I, so as you were talking, guest. I had like four different ideas, <laughs> and like two of them were not related to ghosts. So we'll see. Season 17, episode 12, Grey's Anatomy. Then it- <laughs> Season 117, episode 13,500. The ghost of Meredith Grey and the ghost of Derek Shepard are in ghost hospital. Is Derek and Shepard back? <laughs> they're all ghosts. I would... Meredith Grey can... Honestly, if she became a ghost, yeah. We gotta stop being guests on podcasts because we've gotten way too comfortable with just taking trains fully off the rails yeah. and releasing them. Yeah, like, you can go. <laughs> we have, like, free-range trains, Have you seen that video on TikTok? It's, like, it's edited, definitely, but it's, like, taken from the backseat of a car so you can see the person driving. Okay. And they're on a road, and then suddenly the car just, like, goes off into the cornfield, and you're expecting it to crash, but it just starts flying. <laughs> <laughs> That's a That's baby! Us. Yeah. Magic. I, that's that's how. I, hold on. 
Knee All slap. Right. All right, that was good. Okay, that's well, our Patreon. Yeah, come to our Patreon. We're about to do another Am I the you Asshole? You might already be there. We do not know where this is I landing. Don't, I, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, follow us on social media while I laughed, or uh, you can contact contact us for any um, corrections or. <laughs> fun. Or love fan love is also great. Fan love would and be great. That email, which I check with anxiety, is well I laughed pod at gmail.com. Pod. Yes, <laughs> and then our Patreon is well I laughed podcast. Uh, yep. It's great. It's great that we got our pod's name in mm-hmm. full. Oh, I'm, I was Early very excited about it when yeah. I got when I made the Instagram and I was like, "Well, I left available. It was meant to be." Okay. Well, I laughed. I Bye. laughed. Goodbye. Okay, <laughs>